Hello, I'm Alessandro Panatoni, and welcome to Food 101. Food, 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 people! Let's talk about food! Oh, Shafi, this is the third day of fall. Uh, ready? <laughs> ready. <laughs> I didn't feel at all. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's so fast, Safi, that we are now fall. Imagine it's raining, raining, raining. Yeah, I know. It's, my Toronto actually is pretty good. Uh, we can't complain. It was uh, still warm today in an afternoon. It was uh, maybe 22 degrees. Yes. Uh, but this morning, yeah, it was uh, a little bit chill. Yeah. Fall is coming anyway, so we're gonna get ready, get ready for uh, you know Thanksgiving and, and uh, you know nice uh, Halloween time. <laughs> yes, if you miss our uh, Thanksgiving episodes last year, please do listen because you will learn a lot. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> how to debone the turkey and stuff, how to roast the turkey, how to make this oh la la stuffing. Uh, nice version of Chef Alessandro. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. In preparation for Thanksgiving. Before. Yeah, yeah. Well, in Italy, I don't, don't celebrate Thanksgiving, but turkeys do. It's good. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Turkey is so delicious, people. And Chefy, we're so grateful that we still number one in South Korea. Fantastic. Wow. Thank you so much, South Korea. And you as I Chef and I are now eating kimchi because we are number one in <laughs> South Korea. <laughs> you know, I love kimchi, okay? I really uh, love it, love it. When I was in Japan, I was eating kimchi. kimchi. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's something good for digestion, people. It yes. helps your guts inside your stomach so please do eat kimchi or this uh, pickles it's good for our guts in our stomach and we are so grateful because of course we are on the number 12 best food podcast on the planet fantastic given by feed spots and of course listen notes thank you for our listen score of 41 and we are belong to 1.5 popular show globally imagine chaffee we have a lot of milestones and thank you for our 118 countries listening to us yes well thank you very much and of course our 1 million downloads Yes, thank you. Thank you for supporting this podcast because Chef and I are so grateful and we assure you that our fourth season will be better, bigger, and bolder. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So, Chevy, how Sata Sata this week? Oh, it's busy. <laughs> <laughs> it's always busy work. Work is always busy. So I yes. think that uh, they know. Really, really, uh, really appreciate it. You know, we we had our cloud that always come over, come back, and come back, and come back. So we are so glad of for that. And, uh, you know, we really appreciate it. You know, we we doing very, very, very well. Come on. 
yes, yes, people, we are inviting you to visit Chef Alessandro, one of the best Italian restaurant in downtown Toronto. Yes, uh, 120 Avenue Road. Come over and make sure you got a reservation. <laughs> yes, because it's busy, busy, and you're gonna experience Italiano Vero. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Shafi, what are we gonna talk about today? Today, we're gonna talk about Osso Milanese. Osso Buco, Osso Buco. Classic Osso Buco, or practically is the veal shank braise. Buco. Delicious. Yeah, it's amazing. Then, uh, of course, you know, everybody knows Osso Buco Milanese because served with Milanese risotto, you know, the saffron risotto. But, you can even serve with the polenta that we talked last week. Yes. You know? <laughs> polenta, yeah, I love it. Yes. And, uh, of course, you have the classic garnish for the Ossobuco is the gremolata. You know, the gremolata, it's a uh, uh, miss on the, on the Ossobuco, a classic Ossobuco. Eh? You know, yes. it's the, the green sauce with the chopped parsley, lemon zest, and garlic. Yeah, but sometimes basically. you can find some variation, eh? you know, everybody make a little bit a twisted on it, you know, like a different kind of citrus inside or uh, different herbs, like, you know, maybe put cilantro, mint, sage. But at the end, it's always, you know, a nice uh, gremolata, it's a nice green, green sauce. Yes. So, Shafi, what's the meaning of Osobuco? It means uh, uh, bones with a hole. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I mean. You bones. know, that's the, the classic translation. Yeah, bone with a hole. Yes, bone with a hole because you're describing the Wilshampe people. And I love that something bone with a hole inside of it. Oh, mamma mia, so delicious. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's a classic. It's good. It's like I say, it's a stew anyway, kind of, you know. And uh, everybody, everybody make it a different way, but you know, the basic it's always the same. So it's no, no doubt on that. Uh, the preparation it's uh, it's simple. You know, uh, uh, first okay, you got you need the, your veal shank. You know, and uh, no uh, expensive as uh, you know the veal shank is not that expensive. It's just very uh, relatively uh, cheap. Uh, but very, very uh, flavorful. So you got lots of flavor as uh, because, you know, it's got the uh, marrow inside, you know, the... the, the bone marrow, yes. Bone marrow, yes. So it gives all the flavor of the meat. Uh, anyway, so you got to braise the also buco to make it nice and tender. That's the, the, the trick, how to, you know, to have a nice... So it's very slowly you have to cook this also buco. And uh, usually... Uh, usually they, 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 they make with a nice classic, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, brumadier vegetable. So you're looking at um, celery, carrots, uh, onion, you know, and for sure, of course, you get a little bit dust with the flour, the, 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 uh, the osobuco, then you pencil for a bit, and then you cook very slowly with a nice uh, uh, wine and, uh, and you make, you know, uh, cook in the broth with this, uh, you know, celery, carrots and onion. 
very very slowly you know some people put uh, uh tomato a little bit of tomato a dash tomato on it some other don't uh, but you know at the end the result it's always uh, good because you got your meat nice and uh, juicy and tender that's uh, classic <laughs> classic yes a classic and easy way to do a sub yeah it's it's uh, so easy that, you know if you think about it, you know that's the also bugo it's uh, you know if but if you can find the also bugo you can replace it with anything else but and you can cook in the same way of course like you can uh, use uh, pork or you can use uh, uh, whatever, whatever you like you know just slowly you cook but you know when you gotta make also bugo the flavor is completely you know unique unique okay yes, yes. It's something else, people. It's something to die for. Yes. <laughs> the first time you're going to eat this osso taste the bone marrow because it's something else. <laughs> you, know, the, you know, but, you know, like I say, you know, you, you can make a, a, like a, in bianco, like white without tomato. Uh, or you can make with tomato. And uh, But the result, yeah, it's, it's a little bit different, the flavor, but at the end, it's always the same. It's good. Amazing. And uh, like I said before, you can serve you can serve it with the rice and uh, you know the risotto la milanese. Mm. So uh, classic the risotto we spoke we talked about already about the risotto milanese uh, a long time ago. And, yes, uh, yes, I remember. And uh, yeah, just to repeat to let everybody knows you know to make a risotto la milanese you need a saffron, you know you need a nice white wine. Shallot, <laughs> and Shallot, then uh, this uh, nice vegetable stock, and you cook the risotto like a usual risotto. You know, you toast the rice with uh, your shallot, a little bit butter, olive oil, and then put your rice, you toast it, and then you put your uh, dash of white wine, make it evaporate, and you add a little bit of time with your stock. And then after the, you know, after 15, 18 minutes, it should be ready. You just uh, finish to monte with uh, some nice Parmesan cheese and a little bit more butter monte. And uh, the result is fantastic. And if you put it beside the Osobuco, oh my God, that's the match. <laughs> yes, perfectly match. Or the polenta, as the sub said. Yeah, the polenta, we talked last week, you know, the polenta, it's, uh, it's amazing, you know, the, you know. Uh, even the polenta, it's a, it's a good match because it's a stew, so it's good. Yes. So, Shapi, before we go on, we want to shout out to the people listening in Sweden. Oh, wow. Yes. Thank you, Sweden, for your listening to us. In Holland, we got 43% audience share, Shapi. It's Stockholm at 28%. King County at 7%, Bastra Gotland at 4%, Bastra Gotland County at 2%, Orebro at 2%, Uppsala at 2%, Skane at 2%, Vasta Gotland at 2%, Stockholm County at 2%, Vasmanland County at 2%, and last but not the least, Oster Gotland at 2%. Sweden! Thank Fantastic. you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast because this podcast is created to empower food, food, food. People like Asabuko. Yes. Uh, 
So, Chefy, for the beginners, what are your tips in cooking asabuco? Well, I uh, think uh, that you have to go to a butcher. You, you need to ask to cut it for you because it's, uh, you know, the, you need a salt to cut the bones. So, it's <laughs> not that easy. It's not that easy. You know, yes. you get your tools at home, but it's not succeed good. Anyway. But uh, yeah, you go to your favorite butcher, you're gonna ask them nice and fresh if they can cut it for you, they're gonna uh, soy for you, and then you have this beautiful, nice steak, nice and thick steak. You're looking at at least one inch, one inch and a half, even more if you get it, because it's, uh, you know, sometimes you can find big bones, and, uh, you know, and uh, so you need the meat, meat, lots of meat. And now what I suggest is always, you know, uh, salt, pepper, you know, dusted with the flour and the pans here very slowly and then help yourself with two spatula to flip it over because otherwise the, it's going to broke it from the meat, from the, from the bones, especially after you braise in the oven with the, with the sauce. Uh, it's very fragile as a, as a meat. Yes. But fragile, but it's very tender. It's very soft. It's very good. And they just you know follow the step there you know and make sure you cook very slowly pencil both sides nice and gold color use your white wine to give a nice you know um, uh, touch of white wine and uh, let it evaporate and then you start to your vegetable uh, you know some people like carrots and celery and onions some people don't so it's up to you uh, I would suggest to try because it's always good. And uh, then after, you know, if uh, you can always change in the future when you want to try, you can put uh, something new on it, you know. Who knows? Maybe you want to put some potato beside or, you know, it's always good. Always. Uh, yes. And then uh, very slowly, you know, you just uh, cook uh, a braised in the oven for, you know, at least two hours and a half, three hours at least very slowly and uh, that's it after that you just take it out make sure you got a nice side dish like polenta or risotto and there we go you you rocking that night <laughs> <laughs> yes definitely so chef approximately how many hours you put in the oven or how you yeah, at how least, many, at how least you okay at least two to three hours you gotta go for at least uh, that's minimum, 350, almost 400 degrees Fahrenheit, yes. You're yeah. going to need that time because it's, uh, you know, you need to cook very, very, you know, slowly to make it nice and soft. Because remember, that's, a, that's a, still a, ma a muscle, right, okay? I know that it's <laughs> still a muscle, so it's going to be tough if you don't tough. cook it. Definitely. So, Seppi, where did in Italy originated Osso Buco. Osso Buco is originally from Lombardy, North Italy, yes. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, I think it's most popular over there because it's, uh, because the, the, the weather is, uh, was cold, so you need something nice and warm to warm you up. And let's say you got the Osso Buco. But, Jeffy, different places in Italy, they have different version of Osso Buco. Uh, no, it's not the, the different uh, different way how to, to make also buco. They got uh, they they change a little bit the recipe. So some people, uh, uh, like I say, they like uh, uh, there is some some with the flavor of cinnamon, bay, bay leaf. Uh, uh, some people use the cremolata, like I said at the beginning. 
uh, but some other maybe that they like with the with the vegetable like uh, you know uh, tomato carrots celery onion and uh, you still if you want you can use the gremolata, gremolata but it's up to you after and uh, so that's uh, the, the two way that I know most of the time but of course if you if you don't like uh, uh, something on the recipe you can always uh, change it I always tell everybody to try first the first time, you know, how's the recipe supposed to be. And then after that, you can always, you know, arrange as your taste, of course. Definitely, people. But, Chefy, before we go on, I'm inviting you to listen to my other podcast, Book 101 Review. On any platform, uh, Book 101 Review is to empower writers all over the world also please do uh, grab a copy of our uh food 101 volume one basics until seven it's available on amazon and reading online bookstores worldwide so chefy because we are number one in south korea right so can we make a fusion of south korea and italian cuisine with all respect oh. <laughs> you know the nice beautiful cuisine they have uh, in uh, in uh, Korea uh, but of course they got lots of stew over there in Korea I know that the hot pot or you know the so the uh, they don't miss the good stuff but uh, also Bugo, it's uh, Italian, 100%. That changed this one. You can make a spice if you want it. Eh? Yes. yes. Yeah. And instead to use, uh, you know, uh, risotto, you can use white rice. You know, why not? Yeah, I love their uh, noodles, Safi. The black noodles. Oh, I yeah. Called I don't know what they called it, but mamma mia. It's not, yeah. <laughs> yes. Instead of risotto, you can use the noodles. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Once uh, you know, it's a stew, so you can use whatever you like. Mm, something else. Or you can put kimchi on the side. Oh. Kimchi on the side. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. If you got nice uh, noodles beside, yeah. Why not? Yes. And again, thank you, Korea, for being the number one. We are so grateful. And of course, in Qatar, thank you. Shukran Jazilan. I think Qatar is still speaking Arabic. So Shukran Jazilan, Qatar, uh, for uh, listening to this podcast. So Shafi, also Buko, invite them to, you know, invent or uh, create something from also Buko. Yeah, what you want to invent? Oh, let's see. Uh, well, think about that. Also, Bugo is going to be like a main dish, of course. No, uh, but uh, what we can do is uh, uh, make an also buco. Uh, we can chop it off also buco and put on top a nice crostini, and we can have like a bruschetta almost, kind of, you know. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. It's nice and juicy on top of a nice, uh, nice uh, uh, sourdough uh, uh, toast bread. Oh, fantastic. Mm, Even a sandwich. Even a sandwich, too. 
<laughs> without the bones, yeah, without the bones. Yeah, without the bones. <laughs> without the bones. But yeah, yeah, eventually you, there is different kind of, uh, we can use it in different way, you know, and uh, yeah, for appetizer, I will think about it. I need time to think about it. <laughs> but, no, for, a, for a sandwich, yeah, nice, yeah, nice, well, we're Canada, and also a nice sub, you know. Yes. Instead of what, uh, you know, the, the classic meatball sub here in Canada, you can put a osso buco uh, meat sub. That's good. Yeah, yes. It's something else. Yeah. People... On you. <laughs> <laughs> People, we are inviting you to do experiment in the kitchen. Seth and I are always encouraging you because who knows? You are one of the best in the making, just like Osso Buko. Until now, he's still echoing until our generations to generation to come. And let's do invent something like this dish, Osso Buko Milanese. Yes. Do you serve Osso Buko in uh, Sato Sato? Oh, yes, we do. See? Oh, yes, okay. we do also buco once, twice a week, depends uh, you know on the uh, request of the guest. Yes, we do. We don't cook too many. We cook maybe uh, fifteen in a night when uh, when we have it. But they go right away. They finish up. People knows they, they you know they like it, and uh, you know that's a classic recipe they use uh, as uh, you know the sotto sotto recipe. So. They follow the old-fashioned uh, sotto sotto recipe, and uh, it's uh, people love it. Yeah. Yes. So, Shepi, can you describe to us where do you usually put the osobuco? Uh, in uh, what in kind of plate? Yeah. What well, plate? Uh, usually, well, usually in sotto sotto we serve the osobuco with the potato and rapini. You know. Oh, uh, wow. Most of the time, so it's always vegetable in the starch. So well, vegetable and potatoes, and. Uh, because you know, to make uh, in a big, busy, busy restaurant the risotto milanese, besides the the also bugo is no, <laughs> we don't have too much time on. Uh, but that's the way they always deserve. So and the guests love it, and they always request it. So you know, that's uh, we keep going the same the same tradition, the same way. Yes, definitely, it's something else, right? So yes. people. We are encouraging you to try Osobuku at home. But, you know, it's not that difficult as a, as a recipe, so it's uh, easy to, to be done. You just need a little bit of time for this one, yes. Yes, a little bit of time and patience in cooking it. <laughs> well, you know, if you have a bottle of wine, and you can start to drink a bottle of wine with your friends, you know, and they're waiting for the Osobuku to be cooked. <laughs> and then, you know... <laughs> After you open up another bottle of wine for the dinner with us, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and again, people, thank you for listening for this podcast. And Jeff and I are so grateful. I hope you will continue to support us because we are aiming for our two million downloads. Yes, <laughs> of course, of course, people. If we got our one million downloads, we are not. We are preparing for our 2 million downloads and thank you for our 118 countries listening to us yes thank you very much and our fourth season is coming and i will our, we will assure you that our fourth season will be uh well more better than this one will be 
bigger, better, and bolder. Yes, and I hope you're gonna continue supporting us. So, Shafi, thank you for your time. Oh, always pleasure. Thank you very much for tonight. It's uh, it's always uh, lovely to to work with you. Anyway, so yes. we. You know, we at least uh, we want. I want to thank everybody who listened to us, so they support us as much uh, as possible. Thank you very much. Yes, people. I just want to tell something about our Chef Alessandro and I. Chef Alessandro working in Toronto while I'm working in a British Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> we are too far, four hours uh, ahead or oh, uh, behind, right, Chefy? You are yes. Yes, you are. I'm yes. not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm four hours behind. So I'm so great, very, very grateful. Uh, Chef Alessandro have always time for me because it's two, I, I think it's 9.30 over there, right, Chef? Even no, better look now. <laughs> <laughs> for how many years now we're doing this? Have patient yeah, almost two, no? Almost, yeah, two, almost yeah. two years. And I think we are so dedicated to do this <laughs> podcast <laughs> that we are earning now our uh, fruits right Chevy we are harvesting yes. we are harvesting our fruits because you know why people we are number 12 on the best food podcast we have got our uh, 1 million downloads we got our uh, 1.5 the popular show globally so we will continue doing this and as I said, we are so grateful. Uh, even we are too far, far away each other. We have this dedication that we make this podcast better, bigger, and bolder. Bolder, of course. And uh, every uh, what they call this? Every end of this um, episode that we are doing, we're gonna give you trivia about us. Okay. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> That's, that's one trivia. We are too far, far away each other. And the first time we saw each other with our Riverside episode, right, Shafi? Yes, that's true. <laughs> we will continue doing the Riverside soon, but for now, we're going to stick on audio. Yes. Welcome, people. See you soon.